Uh, Julie Sachs is here. Julie is somebody who we met earlier today. We were actually in her home. She was nice enough to open up her home and uh, give us a tour of the uh, of the uh, of her home and tell us the story of what happened on that Monday night. Julie Sachs, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. I hope it's not too difficult for you to do this again. Uh, I'm never sure how to what what to assume when somebody's in your situation, whether it's better to talk about it, not better, whatever the case is. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh, we go back to that Monday night six weeks ago, and uh, essentially uh, you thought it was a regular rainstorm or what we would consider to be a regular rainstorm, right? Mm-hmm. And what yeah. happened? Uh, it was not a regular rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Went to bed, and um, about 12 or 12.30 in the morning, we woke up to thunder and realized it was awfully close to the house already and it had just risen so fast and gotten clogged up in our street somehow and um, uh, we tried to move things up off the ground and uh, just couldn't do anything fast enough. When you woke up there was already water in the house? No, when I woke up uh, we had about, turned out we had about 30-40 minutes till water came in. When it started coming in, so you're thinking... Oh, you know. thinking maybe <laughs> a couple inches. Right, maybe. how much could possibly... And you've right. been through one of those before, right? Correct. You've been through one of those one or two inch uh, yes. floods or whatever we call it. Yes. Uh, but in this case, it was a lot more than that. Yes. This uh. one, we just... You keep moving things higher and higher up thinking they're going to be safe and you, you just never imagine that it's going to keep getting higher. Right, and you were actually lucky because your kids have a bunk bed in their room, right? We had a bunk bed. We had a lot of neighbors that were camped out in their attic for right. eight or nine hours and we were uh to be honest i didn't even think about that <laughs> i was glad that we had the bunk bed at the time and um so people have to imagine that you and your family are basically sitting on the top of a bunk bed there were not knowing how high this is going to right go. just waiting for it to stop coming in so we could get down right. but uh yeah we were on our w- we would have gone up into the attic had we needed another place to go and if we hadn't been in touch with our neighbor who invited us to come down to their house. So, so you're in the middle, of, and it's funny because later when I toured a different home, um, they, they sort of thought it was a silly concept that, that one could even leave the home during that storm. But at some point, you, at the encouragement of your neighbors, decided we're going to go for it. And, and at that point, the water's pretty high. It was... Uh, I mean, you described... <laughs> it was maybe it not the smartest decision. Oh, okay. So in <laughs> hindsight, I mean, but at the moment, it, it was do we stay in our house and watch the water keep rising and have our kids and, to be honest, ourselves be right. petrified? Or do we just get out? It wasn't raining. It wasn't lightning. We're in an area where there were walls where the water really was, it really was a retention pond, basically, our neighborhood because of the surrounding gates and fences. Um, so there wasn't a current that could have washed us outside of our neighborhood, technically. Um, so we took the chance and we waited till it stopped lightning and, and we just got out as fast as we could. They had a windowsill that the water had not... The, when we got out the windowsill, the water was right there at the windowsill. Right. It didn't... I don't think it actually came in, but we didn't know that at Well, the you time. described the water being up to your neck at that point, When right? I got outside, when I stood outside the windowsill, it was up to my neck. That's a pretty scary feeling. I panicked. Yeah. I, I've never... Well, who wouldn't yeah. in that situation? <laughs> How far was your neighbor's home? And, of course, with a lot of water in between, take, it, take that into <laughs> consideration. Was it across the street, or where was it? Uh, it was about... Six houses down on my side, uh, about six houses down, but then I had to cross the street as well. Right. And, so I'm sh- and I'm sure to people listening and wondering, so where, where do you sleep the next night? Like, where do you go? <laughs> what, what do you do when your home has suffered the type of damage that you've suffered? Uh, we are very fortunate that my parents live here and live within a mile of our house. And there was no question 
they just say come you know of course they just we slept wherever we could sleep but that night of the storm when we got to our neighbor's house they had a second story and there were actually two other families in the house with us at the time already. who also had sought refuge at their house and so their upstairs turned into a big giant uh, camping ground for whoever needed to sleep because of course nobody had yeah, slept any but all the kids were up there sleeping and um, I don't think any of the grown-ups actually got any sleep but right. for, okay. for those who think that kids treat this type of thing as a great adventure what would you say uh, maybe in a couple years they'll think that. <laughs> but they were pretty, there, it, the, it, it hit them very there hard. There were tears and there were moments of just um, just really fear. I mean, we didn't. We were in my son's room and he was sitting there watching from his bunk bed, watching all of his belongings just float away and hearing the sounds of, you could, we were sitting on the bunk bed listening to pots and pans falling on the floor. Right. And you don't know what's falling, and you don't know what's going to be left and what's not going to be left. Julie, so I'm sorry, Julie Sachs is with us, JM the AM Wednesday from Houston, Texas. Strange way to ask this question, but you would have preferred not to lose what? There must be two or three items among the hundreds and thousands of things that you did end up losing that you would, that you would put at the top of the list that, you know, if I could have saved these two or three things, mm-hmm. uh, it, it would have been meaningful to you. What does that include? Um, my piano was one, although we think it it may be restored, but we're not sure yet. Um, but it's a piano I've had since I was 12 years old, so it's a big part of my life, and that's my profession, so it's sort of my first child. Right. <laughs> um, I'd say we got a, uh, I wish my photo albums had been higher up. Not many of my photo albums were dry. My wedding album was safe, and my kids' baby books, my husband somehow managed to put them up on a high shelf with in the middle of it like while he walked through the house moving things around he thought to go get those so is it comforting to know that those are safe it's nice to know those are safe the uh, the the f- i did have one small table that my great grandmother had brought from germany wow and it was the only piece of furniture i had of hers uh, and there was just no way it could i i unscrewed the hardware from it and kept the door the piece of wood that had the the name of the furniture maker on it just to keep it but that made me pretty sad um, and just all my kids you know we had a lot of books my kids loved to read and we we lost hundreds and hundreds of books of theirs and they're that's what they don't understand they're, they're trying to figure out why we don't have those and stuff down it's just the right. daily stuff it was Less stuff of huge value, but just a lot of things we use on a daily basis. You would agree with me that after six weeks, it's an unfair question to ask about your future because there's so much that's just, you know, you're juggling a lot at this point. And again, I'm, and one of the reasons I'm glad we're down here is because so many people think that, you know, the recovery has really begun and progress is occurring. And you could vouch for the fact that you're mired in this mentality and in this physical world that is, you know, still six weeks ago. And you don't know when that's going to end, hopefully soon. You know, you know, things will really start to accelerate and pick up. But to ask you about the future at this point, you just don't know at this point, right? We don't know. Um, the, the easy thing for us would be to say we're just going to sell our house as is and some investor will buy it and rebuild. Um, mm. But we don't really want to do that because we love the neighborhood and we love the neighbors. And... Um, I'd say, yeah, we're past the emotional part. I'd say if you'd talked to me even like two weeks ago, I would have probably broken down right now. But, <laughs> uh, but right now we just, we haven't ruled anything out and we, and we don't have all the information because we don't have insurance uh, numbers yet and we right. don't know what anything, we have basics of 
what it would cost to elevate the house, what it would cost uh, to rebuild um, on a very basic level. But we don't know what we have to work with yet. Right. And another thing that some of the New Yorkers can sympathize with because of what happened two and a half years ago, you lost cars also, not just your home, right? Yes. That's, uh, I mean, it may, not it's another it may not compare, but it's certainly another difficult no, situation it's, to deal it's with. It compares when you have two working parents right. and kids that have activities to get to. What do you, we have to find something pretty right. soon. Yeah. Uh, I thank you so much for joining us and continued good luck. And you can vouch for the fact that as we ask people to support uh, the causes down here and the community down here, that it's certainly a worthwhile cause. Extremely. And we would appreciate any help. Thank you so much, thank Julie. You. Thank and you. thanks for opening up your home earlier today. Uh, that is uh, Julie Sachs. She and her family are, uh, are utilizing these uh, first six weeks to uh, deal with the aftermath of the storm. And hopefully, please God, in the next few days and weeks, uh, they'll start to really recover and uh, get back on their feet.